Hey folks, you're listening to the Biscuits and Gravy Show. I'm your, well, one of your co-hosts. There's three of us, and either none of us are more important than the other. That's what <laughs> I was reminded of last week. No, I'm just kidding. So I'm Wacko. He's Jacko. That's that, Dot. Yeah, and anyway, uh, yeah, I'm Jason Kerman, the, one of the three co-hosts of the... Uh, um, Jason? What is this? The Biscuits and Gravy this Show. This is the yes. Biscuits and Gravy Show. <laughs> yes. Yes. Rubber chickens galore. Yes. Rubber chickens galore. Evidently, you've oh, been goodness. hit over the head with one. Yes, too. I have. It's I, I've got some great jokes lined up for the show. I'm so excited about these. I tried these on some people. Sometimes when you tell a bad joke, the funniest reaction is no reaction at all. At least in my mind. But I guess it depends on if you're getting paid for it or not. Which we're, <laughs> we're not. So anyway... That is my lovely wife over there, Sarah, who made a mean fish, uh, fried fish uh, meal today with some coleslaw, some biscuits, and what else do we have with that? Tartar sauce. Tartar sauce. She has some homemade tartar sauce. She'll give us that two-part recipe here later on, maybe. Three-part. Three-part? Yes. Oh, yes, love. I forgot. Yeah. Uh, Four-part. <laughs> carry carry you, on forth. What, what do you put in your tartar sauce? Sweet relish, mayonnaise, and lemon juice. Lemon juice. That's right. I forgot about that. Okay, uh, across the country in the in the snowstormish area. Do you have snow up there now, Jim? I, it's warmed up a little bit, but it is pretty. It is pretty chilly even a couple days ago. I I saw a video today of our good friend Joe, that guy Martin, who's in the chat room with us right now, uh, riding his jeep around uh, up in the snow and the it looked like the back back roads. Um, so that that looked cool. I'm I'm a little bit jealous in a good godly way. You can be jealous in a godly way, right? In a good way. So, I, I need a jeep as a witnessing tool. Yeah, there you go. You sound, you'd make a great <laughs> televangelist. Yes, you can send your money to, and Jim will send you his prayer napkin. You know that. Yeah. That's right. You you need to go. I don't care for right now. Yeah. Yeah. You need to go for, fund for, me page for your Jeep. Or right. Something. For a gift of five dollars or more, we'll get to this John the Baptist dish towel, guaranteed to get the demons <laughs> off your dishes. For a gift of. Oh. Uh oh. I think this Dead Sea Scroll Tupperware. It'll keep anything fresh. Even is the that, honey that John is that for a gift Stevens? of $15 or more, you get this genuine glow-in-the-dark faux ivory. No. Oh, it's Jim Nelson. Get this faux ivory glow-in-the-dark uh, uh, statuary of the Holy Nativity so you too can sing, I don't care if it rains or freezes as long as I got my plastic Jesus sitting on the dashboard <laughs> of my car. Hallelujah, oh. friends and neighbors. Okay. Okay. <laughs> my apologies Here. right now to all the alumni of Midwestern Baptist College. Yes. You knew it was coming, though. <laughs> so that is, it's funny you do that because my nickname for you is Jim, the singing Nerf Herder Nelson. So yeah. Nerf Herder, that's right. Yes. Yeah. Scruff, yes, singing and scruffy looking Nerf Herder. If King David can be a shepherd, you can be a Nerf Herder. So absolutely. That's right. Uh, let's talk about our sponsor. Uh, today's yes. program is sponsored by none other than the McDonald's Corporation because we all deserve a break every single day. Yum yum, eat them up. Yeah, Jim always does that when he when we do that sponsor bit, and I'm glad he does. It never gets old. I'm loving it. Kind of like that. That oh, my uncle Kenny used to sing it in the car all the time. Every time the radio came on, like a good neighbor. 
State Farm yeah, is you, there. Yep, there you go. <laughs> I always like the Tom Bodette one. <laughs> we'll leave the light on, on for, for you. you. Yeah, I read that we'll he's, he, they were doing a recording of the commercial, and he left that on as an impromptu tagline, and they loved it so much, I, I guess they trademarked it. Ah. You know, they, they loved it. So we'll leave the light on. That's genius. That's my style. I, right. I, I used to do some commercials for a store in town, some radio commercials, uh, Western Auto. Have you ever been to a Western Auto store? I don't think we have them in Michigan. You, you may not. If they're like they are in Alamogordo, New Mexico, they're like a miniature Walmart. But you will find stuff there that Walmart never even thought about carrying. I mean, everything from nuts and bolts to air fryers to bicycles to wheelbarrow. I mean, just into guns. Yeah, they actually sell pistols. Everything from lingerie to firearms. Well, honestly, I've never seen the lingerie there, but if you asked for it, they'll get it for you. And I, they, I'm not, they might. I, it, no, I'm not they, saying they, that from they experience. They might push a I've, bolt of fabric on you, maybe, and right. a set of needles, and there you go. Off you go. Have Give fun. us 10 minutes, come back, we'll have you something showing up. So, <laughs> yes, yeah, right. 100% cotton. <laughs> So right. sounds like Mr. Drucker on the Green Acres or something. You know? Yes. No, but I know where you can get some. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, Thank you, only, Mr. Haney. Mr. Haney, yeah, for only $5. <laughs> hey, that wasn't bad. <laughs> so, oh. hey, speaking of Mr. Haney, the <laughs> closest guy I know to him, I'm just kidding, our executive consultant, Mr. Rodney Barton, who is an awesome uh, supporter of the show. He does some things in the background to help us, and we really appreciate that. We have got a crowd, pretty much a crowd, a small crowd, in the chat room tonight. We're at ourfantasticwebsite.com. Our, our fantastic, yes. fantastic website, website.com. People are going to be putting that in this week and getting 404 errors, Jim, because you repeated yourself so many times. That's okay. I think they get the gist. Our, our listeners are more s- smarter than that. Of course they so, are. Uh, yeah, but we got a small crowd in there um, at ourfantasticwebsite.com. If that's just too many words to type for your tired fingers, try vintagebiscuits.com. They both go to the same place right now. They may not later. We might change it up sometime in the future, you know. Our Facebook page, The Biscuits and Gravy Bunch. I need somebody to jump on there and tell me how many members we got. I don't. Oh, oh. You know what? I'm on there right now. 461. We're growing every week. We are currently at 461 members. I remember when we started out, I think it was with three. Yes. Uh, Jim, it was me. Uh, no, maybe it was four. Me, Joe Martin, a woman named Christy, and uh, you, Jim. So four. And uh, at the time we started that, it was just a place for us to collaborate together with show content. And now it's just turned into a circus there. Um, a good circus. A, a good circus. A clean, crispy, clean circus. I've never been to a circus that was clean before. They got elephants. Need I see say more? Uh, or monkeys and and monkeys. But <laughs> yeah. yeah, they aren't our monkeys, but we still yes. like them. But the, these are the, the biscuits and gravy bunch on Facebook. Those are our monkeys, and we keep it clean there. Um, I'm going to say right now, I, I owe an apology to everybody that listens and anybody that's on that page right now. We had a post get through. I don't know who. Uh, uh, there's very few people on there that are uh, can pre-approve that are pre-approved to post. Uh, very very few people. You have to prove yourself. Uh, but we had one fella that was not pre-approved, and a post got by, and I don't even know if he watched the video. 
it had some very offensive words in it, and I deleted it as soon as it got back to me. Uh, that does not happen on there very often when something slips by. And uh, I don't know what happened. I might have accidentally approved it. One of my admins might have done it. I, I don't know. But it's gone. We keep it squeaky clean there because I have a rule. Nothing goes on there that I wouldn't want my mother to see. So that's just how that goes. And uh, we've got our rubber chicken club. We'll give you a chance to win a rubber chicken here in a minute. Uh, Basically, you get a rubber chicken. We ask that you take a picture of it with yourself and send it to us. We'd love that. Our fantastic website at gmail.com. So, hey, um, don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. We are on. Guess how many radio stations we're on now, Jim? How many radio stations are we on, Jason? We're on, I'm counting six here. Let me go over them real quick. Leading Edge Radio Network, Q-Star FM with my uh, uh, good buddy over there at Q-Star FM Radio. Um, The Steve Jarrett Morning Show, Monday through Friday. Pretty funny. Gets, Gets hilarious. He plays some really good music. Um... Good Talk Radio out of Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, my good buddy Rob Scribner over there, who, if you have a pet and you like to walk your pet in the door, go over to Good Talk Radio. He's got a product there made just for you, and you need to check that out. Also, KKTY Tiger Country Radio, my home state of Missouri in Republic, Missouri. We're also on WBM Network, a sports network of all places. Why would we be on a sports network? Because we're all fun and games, that's why, for the most part. Ah. Uh, that's pretty much why. He's expanding, and they decided to get into a little entertainment, and we were one of his top two picks. So, wow. And then, of course, our own locally owned network, um, which I manage and maintain, but Jim is a, um, he's part owner of that. I, I Jim's part owner of anything I got, I, I think, ex- well... In, in the virtual world, I should say that. Except your pickup truck. Right, you're not getting that. Um, you wouldn't want it, trust me. <laughs> you you hang around Joe. He might have something better you might like. So, apexradionet.com. Um, Jim, did you have a did you have any shout-outs? Uh, yeah. Say hey to Brandon. Brandon's tuning in for the first time. Well, hi, Probably. Brandon. Probably the last time, but... <laughs> Probably the last time, yeah. It all depends on how this show goes. Right? You never one know. One does never know. It does you one, never know. Absolutely. So. And then, of course, to my my uh, fiancé and, and yeah. all her lovely children in the Philippines, 12 do, time zones away. Do they listen to us in the Philippines? Probably not at this hour, but... Maybe they uh, from pick time up the recording. Time. Yeah. Well, actually, they're, they're pretty early risers over there, even... even even for their time, they're early risers generally. I, I um, would greet them in the Filipino language if I knew it. <laughs> Long pause. Poor, yeah, if, no, hey, you I'm, think the jokes are bad now, just wait. Uh, yeah, no, my brain just went... Okay, you probably speak a little bit of Filipino. Is that the right word, Filipino? Nah. The main the main language in the Philippines, because they've got like 75... Dialects? Depending on who's, who's counting, between 75 and 125... Um, different languages. I've heard even more than that, but the main language in the Philippines, uh, heavily influenced by Spanish, um, is Tagalog. Sp- oh, interesting. Influenced by Spanish. Those Spaniards, they got everywhere, didn't they? Oh, they were there for 333 years. Wow. Yep. You know, they, they came over here too, the, the Conquistadors. And, uh, conquistadores. Yes, the, the old Conquistador Road is right down there in Old Messiah. 
You can travel the same road and even eat at the same McDonald's. No, not the same McDonald's. Same McDonald's? Yeah, it's been rebuilt since then. So, um, <laughs> hey, Brandon is in the chat room. The guy you just oh, shouted out. That, all right. Yeah, that is grateful Excellent. Mind. Yep. Now, I'll, I'll let you know, if you go into the chat room, you're listed as a guest, you can just click on your name up there in the corner. You might have to right-click. You can register and sign in. That way, when you come back for the next show, and, and Jim and I have a bet on whether you will or not, <laughs> um, then we'll know who you are. So, yep. So, I I must be missing something. Awesome. What, Rich Merrick's in the chat room. Over 13 ounces must be presented at the counter. I must, yes. I'm, what, of 13 ounces of what? Uh, if your package weighs over 13 ounces, it must be presented to a clerk at the post office. Where? How did that come up? I have no idea. Okay. All right. Well, that's okay. I. Oh, may... he, I said a help I need to be delivered. Oh, got it, got it. I, <laughs> I thought it was his post that said, here come the banjos. No. He's got a post that says, here come the banjos. I, okay. <laughs> post offices will deliver anything these days. Hey. So. Uh... <laughs> So, yeah, anyway. Oh, okay. So, Jim, how has your week been? It's been a full week. A full week. Has yes, it? Yes, there's been... Yeah. We laughed, we cried, <laughs> we kissed $200 goodbye. What? <laughs> no, not not 200 Never mind. Okay. <laughs> I, I got some work done on the van and... I thought maybe you oh. had a bad investment on Robin Hood again or something. Again. <laughs> yeah. Hey, which reminds me, I was going to ask you, and I'll ask you since you're here now, what was that stock, that ship stock that you had invested in? That, that was the one that I invested in a long time ago, and I missed my fortune by literally a couple of days. You you don't remember? You still have it? I, no, I remember it, but I no, I, I ended up selling because I, I held that stock for the longest time and nothing happened with it. Um yeah. Fortunately, I didn't lose any money on it, but I can't think of what it was now. I didn't lose but, any money on mine. I, I mean, I had bought a, um, some, uh, I can't remember how many shares, but I bought it like two cents. And literally within like 72 hours of me selling it, make a three cent profit on it, it went for over $100 a share. Now, that'll make you mad at yourself. You know, there there are people, you know, the Bible teaches forgiveness, but it's hard when it's yourself, you know, <laughs> so... But right, are you still doing the Robin Hood thing? No, I ha- I ended up selling everything, and I didn't lose. Didn't I lose don't think I lost. I don't think I lost much. You talked um, me into buying Doge. Dogecoin. Dogecoin. It's like supposed to be the next big Bitcoin. Well, so. it, yeah, they'd gotten. They were. They were uh, getting involved with another another cryptocurrency and i can't remember what it was but it was something that was going to end up lending it a fair amount of legitimacy and i sat on that and sat on it and it just yeah it, it didn't end up doing anything so I, I'm like, you know what i got other things i need to spend money on than this well i bought it at point zero zero four cents a share so i bought thousands of it because i had like 49 dollars invested into it right and mm. this week i sold off a part of it for twenty dollars so it's one of those things, you know. Yeah, my luck, the minute I sell it, within a, a few days, I'm going to regret it. So, you know, thank goodness there's people out there like, shameless plug for my brother, Edward Jones. Uh, he's an Edward Jones operator. You call them operators? Agents? Not operators. That sounds like criminal world. Uh, so, but uh, he, no, I guess you'd call him an agent, right? 
Sarah? Yes. yes. He's technically... Edward, you, you give them your money, they take care of it, and they do their best to make sure you get a profit. Yes. And, and Edwards Jones, I will say this, I've watched them a little bit. They're pretty good at what they do. And it doesn't take a whole lot to invest with them either, just, you know, a monthly deposit or whatever. So, um, I can't believe I'm asking this. Jim, do you have any funny jokes today? I can believe you're asking that because you know that I don't. <laughs> That's her Please opinion. Please save me from the bad jokes. Oh, oh no, you've coming. made this decision. Now you're going to live with it yeah, for so the eventually. rest of your days. All right, we're um, going to have a contest in the chat room. Whose jokes are funnier? Jim's or mine's? We'll ask this question at the end of the joke segment. So okay, and 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 we can take it, can't we, Jim? Yes, we we are thick skinned. Heaven knows you've been dishing a lot of bad jokes out lately. All right, I yeah, go ahead. You go first. Okay, the optimist says the glass is half full. The pessimist says the glass is half empty. Mother wants to know why didn't you use a coaster? I'll give it a four, four or five. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go um, ahead. Are we doing how many gorillas can you fit into a car? Eight. How many chickens can you fit into the car? None, because the car's all f- already full of gorillas. I'll give that a seven. <laughs> I like that one. <laughs> um, here we go. Everybody knows that 40 is a new 30, right? But the police officer giving me a speeding ticket just couldn't uh. be persuaded. Just good. Uh, I'll, g- I'll give that a seven and a half, being an ex-cop. ex-cop <laughs> yes. Now, uh, if I was in uniform and pulling you over and you said that, uh, negative seven. Sorry. <laughs> Your turn again. Um, forget- Just roll through them, Jim. I forgot my cell phone uh, earlier today when I went to go to the bathroom. I've learned that we have 245 tiles. That's about the truth of it. <laughs> yep. Uh, let me see here. I've been de- I've been really depressed lately. A friend of mine told me I should go to the petting zoo, perhaps to cheer me up. I went today, but no one no one would pet me. No one would pet you. Oh my gosh! You went to the wrong zoo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> went to the right zoo with the wrong expectation. Right. All right. Um, let's see here. Uh, a, a guest. A guest calls the waiter and complains, How come there are no chairs at our table? The waiter shrugs, I'm sorry, but you only booked one table. Oh. <laughs> okay, I give that a two. Yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see here. Hey, I just got the name for the show. Yes. This will get downloads. Jim went to the wrong zoo. <laughs> That'll get downloads, yes. yes. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, husband says, oh, the weather is lovely today. Shall we go out for a quick jog? Wife, haha. I love the way you pronounce, shall we go out and have a cake? Right. Yeah, I give that one a 10. That, that <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. A uh, police officer talks to a driver. Your taillight is broken, your tires must be exchanged, and your bumper hangs halfway down. That'll be $300. Driver says, all right, go ahead. That'll. Uh, they want twice as much as that at the garage. <laughs> nice yeah that's a yes. half- good one good one why did the physics teacher break up with the biology teacher why there was no chemistry no chemistry uh, okay yeah four yeah. <laughs> thanks sarah okay, okay this is i'm, I'm gonna call mercy 
Okay. okay. All right. This is where I, I come in for the, the Grand Slam, okay? Uh, okay. I don't know about But before that. I do, i got to tell you all about a website. My cousin is a woodworker, and he makes really, really neat stuff. Uh, his name is Jeremy Mayfield. He makes pens. These make great gifts at the office or whatever um, for, for your spouse even. They make pens, keychains, all sorts of neat stuff. They're really reasonably priced for the work that he puts into them. Check him out at mayfieldmakes.com. M-A-Y-F-I-E-L-D makes, M-A-K-E-S dot com. Uh, this isn't a commercial. It's not a sponsor. It's just one of those cool websites. I thought, hey, you know, pass this on to the listeners who like to surf or cruise during the day on the Internet, like me sometimes. All right. So uh man goes in for a job interview, and during the interview, the boss says, can you perform under pressure? He says, no, I can't, but I can play Bohemian Rhapsody on the accordion. But um bum Okay. Can did you it, perform it... under pressure? Under pressure. Yeah, okay, Sarah gets it. Okay, I'm not winning with that one. Under pressure. Oh, hang on. I think we lost connection. Here I be. Oh, there you are. Um, yeah. I am ninja. Hang on ah. just a minute. I think we've lost connection on the internet. Oh. No, it says we're still there. It says well, we're still on the air. Evidently, we're cutting in and out. Yes. All right, so the next joke um, says, what is the definition of a gentleman? I don't know. Somebody who knows how to play the accordion but doesn't. Ah, uh, someone who grants mercy yeah, when well, is asked. It's right? not time yet for the mercy. Okay. Oh, bummer. Jim, what's an accordion <laughs> good for? Um, a boat anchor. Learning how to fold a map. Okay. Uh, they, they get better. Here they here they really are. What's the difference between an accordionist and a pizza? <laughs> One has taste. A pizza can feed a family of four. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yeah. How do you get an accordion player car to get more gas mileage? How do you get an accordion player's car to get more gas mileage? I don't know. This is a real stretch. Wait for it. Take the Domino's <laughs> sign off the roof. <laughs> oh, no. I told that in a joke room on Facebook, and they're like, I don't get it. Yeah. And and I'm, I had to, you know, it's bad when you got to explain it. So for anybody that's listening, I'll explain it. I know this is a bad joke, but I got a couple that get better, okay? I so, don't believe that for a second. There's no such thing as a full time accordion player. Nobody, it, it, unless you were lucky enough to land a gig on the Lawrence Welk show, and that doesn't happen anymore. So you got to have a second gig. Well, right. accordion One players. boys without the bubbles. Right, yes. So accordion yes. players deliver pizza. And of course, to get more gas mileage on their car. They would reduce the drag by taking the sign off the roof. Okay. I'll, I'll never repeat that joke again on the oh. air. On the air. Oh, bummer. <laughs> My brother thought it was funny. Okay. Did you, um, what, what did the accordion player get on his IQ test? Think about this. I don't know. Saliva. <laughs> okay, what's the difference? I wasn't going to tell this. It's not even in the tracker, but I will. What's the difference <laughs> between an accordion and a sack of compost? <laughs> You're going to love a this. A sack of compost is good for something? A s- no. Yeah, all right. <laughs> what's the difference between an acc- accordion player and a sack of compost? The answer is the sack. Okay, now... I think these are great. One final joke. One <laughs> yeah, final that's because joke. you're telling them. <laughs> I know. I, I, my warped, the, weird sense of humor. The, the fact you have to explain <laughs> okay. several. I is... went up. I went up to Koi in church this morning after church. Yeah. Sarah had already gone out to the car, 
Coy is the guy that's in charge of um, Cowboys for Trump. And uh, I said, Sound like Coy, a good group of people. It, they are a good group of people. I said, Coy, I got a horse joke for you. He said, all right. I said, what is the difference? Or no, not what is the difference. I said, uh, I, I asked him, I said, what? why did God give trombone players a half an ounce more brains than he did the horses? And he kind of scratched his chin. He said, I, I don't know. And I said, it's so that the trombone players won't disgrace themselves during the parade. <laughs> Long pause. Think about what horses do in a parade. Okay. Okay, that <laughs> that was bad. I'm done. I don't think we're going to get a contest results out of this. I, 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 I think we should ask everybody who's in the chat room... Who told the worst jokes? I don't think they they can hear. The connector, the server's been going in and out. We're still recording and everything. We're still live on QSTAR. And, but uh, the server's been going in and out uh, for about 15, 20 seconds. We are back on the air right now. But they might not have heard all the jokes. Oh, I, I think they could tell who did the worst <laughs> ones anyway. <laughs> mm, boy, I'm going to have to hire a writer. Tough crowd, huh? Yeah, tough crowd. See, they must be accordion players. But I'm bumping. Okay, no. My no. apologies to the accordion players. Hey, you know, I mean. And for those of you accordion players out there, that means I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. You uh, say, we know you're sorry. Now apologize. Right, yeah. Yes. All right. Uh, Jim, you got any quotes? I do, I do. Let's do some quotes. <laughs> Rich Merrick says we're tied. <laughs> Just not sure what. Uh, I think I've got an answer to that. Jason says, "Let's go for the quotes, like like an utter defeat." Right? It's like, oh, forget it. I'm just moving on. Not our know. next next biscuit and gravy Olympic uh, event here. Go the ahead. Bad joke Olympics. Um, keep your face always towards the sunshine, and the shadows will fall behind you. Walt Whitman. Walt Whitman. Okay. Uncle Walt. Um, it's always the simple. It's always the simple that produces the marvelous. Amelia Barr. I don't know who that is. Hmm. Um. Decent quote. Yeah. Uh, the world is full of magical things, patiently waiting for our wits to grow sharper. Okay. Um. Let's see. Let us make our future now, and let us make our dreams tomorrow's reality. Hmm, that sounds familiar. I would try to say this person's name, but I'd butcher it. Okay. Um, so I'm not going to do that, because this isn't the joke section. <laughs> I don't think we All had a joke a section, Jim. <laughs> what do you call oh, it? Oh, okay, then in that case. What do you call an accordionist with a pager? An, opti an optimist. Okay, uh, go ahead. Uh, all you need is the plan, the roadmap, and the courage to press on to your destination. And if you Earl need help Ma folding that roadmap, ask an Earl accordion player. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm ruining it. <laughs> uh, the glow of one warm thought is to me worth more than money. Thomas Jefferson. Hmm. Okay. Once we believe in ourselves, we can risk curiosity, wonder, spontaneous delight, or any experience that reveals the human spirit. E.E. E. Cummings. Yeah, he was the guy that never capitalized his initials. 
You knew that, right? Except that they're capitalized. Now, in, in his poetry books, Something everything was in lowercase. E. E. Cummings. Oh, so he wasn't wasting time. Okay. Yeah. He just yeah. Anyway, proceed, Mr. Jim. Uh, let's see here. Try to be a rainbow in someone else's clouds. Maya Angelou. Yeah, she was from St. Louis. Hmm. Oh, okay. Yep. Um, Are you okay? I believe that I am okay. Uh, I'll be all right. All right. I believe that if one always looked at the skies, one would end up with wings. Gustav Flaubert. Ah. Flowerbed? That was Flaubert. I thought you said Gustav Flowerbed. Because oh. Germans are the craziest. People. If I if I had the last name of Flowerbed, I think I'd be looking up in the sky all the time too, asking why. Okay. Anyway, this is a forty-four Magnum handgun. I knew that was coming. <laughs> you should have. You asked for it. That's Literally. Winnie the Pooh doing Clint Eastwood. If you've never heard this yes. before, yes. Yeah. Uh, just if, out of um, that was your idea, Jason. Just remember that it was. <laughs> one of the, besides the bad jokes, probably one of the worst <laughs> ideas I've had in a long, long time. But no, it was it was good. Go ahead. On a serious note, <laughs> yes, Amelia sir. Barr is actually a novelist from eight. She was born in 1831 and died in 1919. Oh, okay. So, it, well, I got a few quotes, and I will tell you my quotes are better than my jokes. Can we get a hallelujah here? <laughs> okay. Well, hold your breath. Uh huh. I'll let Jim guess who said this one, because I know he—I know he knows this one. Do or do not. There is no try. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> carefully I will. Yeah. Uh, okay, that—that that was the worst quote I have, but it's true to some extent. The only way to do great work is to love what you do. Steve Jobs. Did I, did I say jo- that right? Jobs. Jobs. Steve Jobs. That's right. Jobs. A truly rich man is one whose children run into his arms when his hands are empty. I think we've done that one before. That's a good one, though. It is a good one. I don't think we have done it before, but maybe we have. I don't know. To play without passion is inexcusable. Beethoven. Ah. Yes. There's a guy who had to work for what he got. (laughs) Yes. Don't spend time beating on a wall hoping to transform it into a door. Coco Chanel. Ah. Wow. Yep. I am I am a success today because I had a friend who believed in me and I didn't have the heart to let him down. Abraham Lincoln. Cool. Jim, I believe in you, man. Uh, just just I so love, you know. I, I love you, man. Yeah. Only those who dare to fail greatly can ever achieve greatly. Robert F. Kennedy. Uh, the only thing that will make you happy is being happy with who you are and not who people think you are. Goldie Hawn. Ah. Somebody by the name of Rhett Power, you can Google that one if you want, Sarah. I have no idea who that is. Inspiration usually comes during work rather than before it. That's R-H-E-T-T, Power. Yeah, inspiration usually comes during work rather than before it. That happens to me at work all the time. I'll be doing something and go, hey, i got a better idea on how to do this. I'm sure you know what I'm talking about, working in the manufacturing field, Jim. Yes. Yeah, okay. Um, The tragedy, this is my last quote. The tragedy in life doesn't lie in reaching your goal. The tragedy lies in having no goal to reach. Benjamin Mays. So those are, those are the those are the quotes, folks. And so 
And Rhett Power is the co-founder of Wild Creation. Creation's an award-winning startup com- toy company. A toy company? Really? Yeah. Huh. Interesting. Okay. Um, this is true story this week. Uh, in Tennessee, a well-organized burglary suspect was busted when he dropped his notebook at a break-in. His journal included other homes he'd broken into, notes and notes from his daughter and his daughter's address. Uh-oh. Yeah, I'm sorry. Criminology 101. Don't, don't do that. Stop it. Yes. That's, that's like straight from Vertigo, the movie from Alfred Hitchcock. You don't keep souvenirs of a, of a oh, yeah. uh, crime. I remember when I was a police officer in a small southwest Missouri. Southwest, not southeast. It was a different time. Uh, Missouri town that uh, um, we had gone to a burglary, and the burglary actually, uh, the, the criminal actually dropped his driver's license before he left the house. Yeah. So he so. didn't have sticky fingers. Huh? He didn't have sticky fingers, yeah. No. Nope. Or he thought he did, but not not sticky enough. You know, I'll say this um, about the criminal investigation. A lot of people watch too many TV shows, and when their house gets broken into or their car gets broken in, uh, during a criminal investigation, they always want the police officer to dust for fingerprints. I have taken hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of fingerprints from crime scenes. Well, no, let me rephrase that. I've dusted for hundreds of them. Dusted at hundreds of crime scenes for fingerprints. I only got a fingerprint one time that actually went through the uh, criminal system, the the computer system back at the crime lab, and we got a hit, uh, an identifier from it. Only one time. The other thing about dusting for fingerprints, if you have a new car and you want the the, uh, the technicians to dust your fingerprints, you should know. Now, technology has changed, so this may not be the same case as much anymore. But if they use that black powder, they are going to totally destroy your upholstery. It will not come out. It won't vacuum out. It will take a miracle to get it out. Um, I, I honestly... If the police want, if the police wanted to uh, dust for fingerprints on one of our cars, Sarah, I would ask them to get the body of the car, or the windshield, or something like that. Uh, surfaces on the inside that you know are not cloth. Uh, mm-hmm. That would be my my personal thing. So, yep. Jim, have you ever had your car or house broken into? Years ago. Yeah. What did they yep. steal? Oh. And I'll let you know if I get if I can still get that back to you. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> what what? Got- oh, there was. This been years and years and years ago. Um, stole some of my my uh, my mom's jewelry. Um, oh. Yep. Um, they ended up leaving the firearms, which was kind of a tactical move because they. Yeah. They, they wanted to be able to. They wanted the police to say, "Well, they didn't take the guns." Well, then ostensibly you can make the claim that they were unarmed, but that doesn't prove that. It just proves right they didn't theory. Your yeah. guns, right? Um, but no, that was that was kind of a narrow thing. We were almost in the middle of that. Huh. I remember years ago we were living in Missouri on Hartford Street, I believe it was, right across the street from my grandma and grandpa Gibson, just down the road a little ways. Uh, my dad had an old Buick that he uh, he had taken. You remember the old slide projectors with the little carousels on top? Mm-hmm. And yep. he had one of those, and he had 
hundreds of slides that he had taken when he was in in Vietnam uh, during the war, and um, that the trunk of his car got broken into, and those slides and that projector was stolen. And he, I remember him making the comment, I would have bought them three more projectors just to keep my slides. You know, those things are part of a, a sentimental life that uh, those things can't be replaced. Right. They just can't be. And that that's what makes it, you know. I, I once filed a theft report on something that was in my garage. Mm-hmm. This was when I was a police chief. This was rather embarrassing. So I filed a theft report. They came out and took the report because I thought, well, it, it was a power supply. 12-volt power supply for operating a ham radio equipment. Ah. And, yeah, um, filed the report thinking it'll show up at a pawn shop or something. Um, I'm happy to report that it, sh- it did show up about four days later, right where I left it in the garage. It was covered up by some other stuff. Um, and nice it, it is happily sitting right underneath my desk right now as we speak. So... But, yeah, that was kind of embarrassing. I had to call the officer back. Yeah, just cancel that report. We got that taken <laughs> care of. I, I found the guy who did it. <laughs> you know, so. It was me, yes. right? Yep. Wah, wah. You know, uh, I want to talk about something else here real quick. This this affects uh, somebody that you and I both know and love. Um, one of our good uh, friends, mutual friends, who... Um, and I might have let the cat out of the bag already by what I said earlier, but somebody who had... Uh, their joy stolen this week, kind of, just a little bit, may, may, or said, tried to steal it. People that just don't mind their own business, uh, like this guy that we know that bought a vehicle, and I guess somebody, I don't know exactly what was said, but they got onto him and, you know, shouldn't buy this for whatever reason, whatever reason. Why would somebody, I, I don't know, Jim, what do you think about people that, that do that, that? I put out a blanket offer. That that for people that suffer from those kinds of things, yeah. I will ninja throat punch the person of their designation uh, for the nominal fee of a hot and ready pizza. Oh, okay. And, and if you never take me up on this offer, I have at least improved your life because now you know that your problems aren't worth any more yeah. than a $5 pizza. Well, I, I got Enjoy. it. I, I hate it when people do that to me. I, I remember walking across the floor at a call center that I worked in, I, and I'm, I'm usually a chipper guy, smiling, happy, whistling, snapping my fingers. I had a couple of people there that hated it when I snapped and whistled. Uh, I think that's a Kurtman thing. I really do. I, I've been told that my grandpa Kurtman used to do that quite a bit. And one day I'm walking across the floor, and my head's kind of bowed a little bit, hanging down low, because I was getting ready to fire somebody. And uh, one of the employees on the floor said, cheer up, smile, it's a great day. And I'm, I was like, I, I finally stopped, and this was in a different part of the building, and I said, would you be smiling if you had to fire somebody today? And they're like, oh, oh, sorry. You know, but here's, here's the thing, you never know what's going through somebody's mind. Don't tell them what kind of day to have. You know, it's like... Like a Facebook friend of mine, Jack Blanchard, who wrote the Tennessee Bird Walk. You'll have to Google that. That is a great song. Um, said that when he's in the grocery store and somebody says, have a great day, he says, I'm sorry, I have other plans. Um, oh, just, my gosh. He's just being lighthearted. He's a funny guy. He's hilarious. Um, but, yeah, I, I, when people tell me what kind of a day to have, or I don't mind them telling me what kind of a day to have, but I hate it when they tell me, smile. 
You know, because you don't know what's going through my mind. My smile might not be appropriate at the moment. You know, there there are times when smiles are not appropriate. Mm-hmm. Like when you're hanging around in the foyer at a funeral home, you know, or something like that. You know, that smiles are not really appropriate. So I was thinking of our dear mutual friend today uh, about this situation. And I remembered a song lyric that my dad used to quote in on, a, on an occasion in in one or two of his sermons. I'll quote the lyrics to you, Jim, and see if you can tell me who wrote the song or who sang the song. Minding other people's business seems to be high-toned. I got all that I can do just to mind my own. Why don't you mind your own business, mind your own business? If you mind your own business, you'll stay busy all the time. (laughs) Do you remember who sang that? I do not know who sang that. I did just now. No, it was Hank Williams. Oh, okay. Hank Williams. Another great song. So... You know what? I just remembered we forgot to play our secret word. Oh, yeah. Let's do that now. It'll be retroactive. Thank you, Sarah. So uh, how this works is good timing, and I don't think you said it yet, but I'm going to I'm going to mute Jim's ears. I'm going to stuff them full of wax-laden cotton, and uh, then I'm going to give you all the secret word. If Jim has said it in the past in this show... Or if he says it in the future, and I'll give him a chance to do that here in a minute, um, then you will uh, send me an email, mention episode 93 and what context he said it, about what time part of the show, and we will uh, we'll send you either a rubber chicken or something of equal or greater value to a rubber chicken. So, Jim, are you ready? Uh, tilt your head to the side. I'm stuffing the cotton in now. Ow, 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 ow. Okay, the secret word, folks, is cupcake. Cupcake. All right, Jim, are you ready to play this game? I am ready to play this game. Fill in the blank. I was so angry, I was like a monkey on a... Acid trip. Okay. (laughs) No, it's not the secret word, Jim. All right. Something you would find at a wedding. Hmm... Um, I can think of one in particular. Yeah, I know, I know. Shh. I I know. (laughs) Uh, A cake. Ooh, ooh, you're so close. You got half of it. Okay. A a wedding cake? No. Think about the wedding you went to a year and a half ago. (laughs) Something you'd find at a child's birthday party. A cake. No, Jim. No, Jim. It's a cake. Yes. No. Yes. You might. Okay. One more clue. You might find just one candle on this cake. Come on. Huh? What? What kind of cake is big enough for one candle? I'm giving this one away this week. You really for, are. For first birthday. Okay. Yes. A first birthday cake. All right. What are you doing to oh me? my goodness! Come on, There's Jim. Only one candle. I was so angry. I was like a monkey on a blank. Uh, um, Did you? Can you think of any? We're going to just give small, him clues. Small dogs are sometimes called what? Annoying. No. <laughs> small dogs are referred to as something dogs. Something you might call your girlfriend. A lap dog. Oh my word! Oh my gosh! Oh my goodness! Small well, dogs are referred to as anybody in the chat room uh, can think of a hint. Give him the hint, boy! Uh, he is bombing this bad. Royal Dalton makes it's, what type of 
item. I don't know who Royal okay. Dalton is. This item is wrapped in a little paper. Come on, Jim. You you got this. This item is wrapped in a little paper. paper and that's why it's called a... Cigarette. <laughs> what do they use during high tea? High tea? Hmm. A tea bag. A tea... Okay. I give up. <laughs> you you would find this at a bakery. Okay. When you go into Walmart, you go into the bakery session because you're going to buy a birthday cake. Cake. That you said that while ago. They have different cakes. Some of them yes. are sheet cakes. Some of them are pancakes. And the small ones are called... In other words... Cupcakes. Yay! Yay! He got the secret word. <laughs> All right. First person, send me an email that says Jim got the secret word. What does this have to do with the lapdog? They're, They're called, called teacup, teacup dogs. dogs. What does this have to do with the teacup ah! cup cake? Okay. Okay. I'm just waiting for an email this week. What does this singing have to do with cigarettes? Or singing cup. <laughs> it doesn't. You're the one that said <laughs> it did. Oh my word! We're oh not playing God, this, this way again. Monkey on an acid trip. Yeah, I, no, <laughs> yeah. You have to do with cupcakes. Come on. It's the expression. I, I, he I, was I, on me like a monkey on a cupcake. I've Think never, about it. If it makes you feel any I'd better, never, I've never heard I, that saying before in my neither life. Neither have I. Okay, well, I okay. have. Okay. Okay. So. You and me, Jim. I'm just waiting for the email. You know, our fantastic well, website at gmail.com. Like ugly on a gorilla. I don't know. I ugly don't on a gorilla. Go- he said ugly on a gorilla. <laughs> What's a gorilla? Gorilla. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That's a, it's a, it's a monkey on an acid trip. That's what that is. That's a gorilla. Gorilla. <laughs> Okay. That almost sounds like Kung Fu Charlie. Yeah, right. Monkey on a cupcake. Okay, well, that's an old expression I've used. And I thought I've used it before with you, Jim. So I I apologize if I haven't. I I don't believe it's a common phrase in the U.S. culture. Perhaps another culture. Well, we need to change that. Ah, We really do. So obviously we're starting with this show. Right, yes. (laughs) I, I I actually I think the first time I heard that expression though was on an episode of Everybody Loves Raymond, and it was a great line. I've used it ever since. I think that's where I heard it. It's a monkey and a cupcake. Yeah. Why is he angry? He's got a cupcake. No, no, not he's. If you got yeah. a cupcake, life is good. Yeah, but he's so angry, he's tearing it to pieces. He's on it like a monkey on a cake. You think about it. Anyway, moving right along. Speaking of something that gets me angry, like a monkey on a cupcake, not really. Um, Jim, have you ever done much flying? A little bit. Not not a whole lot. There, there was this woman this week that was flying, and she reclined her seat back. Did The guy behind her didn't like it. And he had his fist up against the back of the seat, and he was pushing it in back and forth. Now, I say pushing it in because it was reported that he was punching her seat. He wasn't. A back-and-forth push is what it was. I don't consider that a punch. Um, but she videotaped this thing, and this guy this guy was upset. Um, neither one of them really talked to a tenant or, you know, asked him to be moved or anything else like that. It just turned into a little argument or something. And I, I don't know. But anyway, the airline came out and said that the proper etiquette is that if you're going to recline your seat, to ask the person behind you if it's okay. What do you what do you feel about that? Do you have to ask permission of the person behind you if it's okay to recline your seat? Mm. I, I that's got, kind of a tough. That's yeah, kind I don't of know. A tough one. That's kind of a tough one. Yeah, this is what I would do. Because on the one hand, it's like 
It's it's my seat. (laughs) Yeah, well, you know, and then you've got those seats that are three together on one side. And if somebody puts their seat back, it's like right in the person's lap, shall we say, who's behind them. I've had that happen to me before, and it it's kind of annoying, but I figure, you know what, if it was me, I would want to recline. It's, oh, yes. It's not that big of a deal to me, and if it makes me that uncomfortable, I would just ask a steward if I could, you know, be moved to a different seat. Well, you know, sometimes you have to get I, up I and mean, move around. I, yeah. I kind of, at that point, I kind of have to blame the airline. Because I've been on them, I've been on airplanes enough to know that it, they really don't have enough room there. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. So it's like, okay, so if you've arranged these in a way that there's not enough room, right? Then, well, you know why they do that. Then, then be a, yeah, of course. But if, but if you've if you've got the option to go to another seat, there's a good chance that you could have given everybody an extra couple of inches so that nobody had to move right either that, that or take three feet away from first class and <laughs> scrunch them a little bit right <laughs> something none of the planes something. i've been on in recent years even have first class oh i've been on i went on one to scotland yeah and let School me tell leg. you they had uh they had seats that would twirl all around and recline all the way right i was very jealous well, I, but I, I fly Southwest, and I don't think Southwest has any first class. I don't any, think so. N- not on the flights I've been on. Which, and I don't mind. One of the things that I I've enjoyed about flying in the past is you never know who you're going to sit next to. And I've met some really nice, pleasant people on the airplane. Very, f- I haven't met Sing- anybody that was disagreeable to me. Single serving friends. Singles. What? Single-serving friends. Yeah, something like that. I, th- I think I know what you're getting at. Yeah. So um, I, I saw this video this week of this guy that was, <laughs> he wore a Make America Great hat in California, got on a plane, flew to another city in California, and he videotaped himself the whole way. And both times, no, he got he got the whole road to himself. <laughs> I was like, I got to remember that, you know. <laughs> but then one woman did approach him in the airport and said, well, do you know how many children have died while in custody uh, under his administration? She said, seven. And at first I was thinking, well, that, that I don't think that's right, because uh, the children in custody thing started back when Obama was president. But then I remember she said died while he was in custody. And, and I know there's been several that have, but I don't think you can blame the president for that. Uh, common sicknesses. And, oh, but you know, that's th- not there's stop mul- mul- oh, I know, multitude of of reasons why somebody could die in custody. I mean, I know that firsthand from a police uh, perspective. Nobody's died in my custody. Um, but anyway, uh, Jim, I was thinking this week. I told you it'd be a great idea. People, it, it, there was a story, and I think it was New York, about somebody that was wearing a birthday hat, and it said it was a red hat, and it said, I think it said "Make birthdays great again." And somebody in the restaurant saw it and didn't even bother read it, and they went over and attacked this gentleman, cut his face up with their fingernails. And it was like, man, read the hat, read the hat. And we should make it say, make America read again. But I thought, well, you and I ought to make a hat and sell it that says, you know what. You know what. <laughs> Red with white letters designed just like that hat. It says, you know what. 
<laughs> kind of like that joke yeah. we told about the parrot a couple of weeks ago. You know, you know what? I thought that would be great. I might have to come up with something like that. So, Jim, it's Girl Scout cookie season. Do you buy Girl Scout cookies? No. I I tell you what, I feel kind of I feel kind of bad <laughs> because for the last few years I wouldn't because I bought into this uh, mythology that the uh, the Girl Scouts support Planned Parenthood. And I really, I've I've done some recent research on that, and now I can't really find anything to promote that. However, there was there's a whole lot of other weird stuff. There, that they were there is. In. They, uh, I went to their website and they asked about how uh, they felt about transgenderism and if they support that. And their response was, if an individual comes to us and their fa- and they relate as a as a female, as a girl, and their family and their community treats them as a girl, then we would treat them as a girl as well. Um, I'm sorry. I still, I'm not buying, no, I'm not sorry. I'm not buying into this transgender thing. You can be whatever you call yourself. You can stick your head in a biscuit. That don't make, that doesn't make she's you She's not coming on the, yeah, you, you can she's stick not your head coming in the oven, to the campfire. Right. <laughs> you can stick your head in an oven. That don't make you a biscuit, you know. So that's what I, I was identify as an F-22 Raptor. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> I identify as a Ferrari. What can I say? Either the I, I would really like to identify as a 25-year-old right now. <laughs> I really would, especially after the long day I've had. Yeah. Uh, I, I got thrown off. I don't have to go to work tomorrow, Jim, because I'm having surgery. And so I thought, well, I'll take a little Sunday afternoon nap. The problem with little Sunday afternoon naps is they're non-existent. They always turn into long Sunday afternoon naps. And I woke up more tired than I did when I laid down. I'll be up late tonight. I um, gave my naps up for Lent. You did. I don't think Lent yeah, started. Why don't you a, Lent? Why don't you just neither, use a blanket like everybody else? Like neither a borrower nor a Lenter bee. A Lenter ah, bee. Okay. Okay. All right. So I might. I don't know. I, I still don't think I'm going to buy the Girl Scout cookies. I just can't. I, there's there's other organizations I think I could support. Mm. Jason. Yeah. I know. You're diabetic. I well, hey. <laughs> <laughs> I am diabetic, but that doesn't mean I'm dead. Yet, I identify you know? as a non-diabetic. I, yes, <laughs> right. Try that one with your doctor. Hey, yeah. while we're on the topic, hey, try it. We're gonna we're gonna cover one more story real quick because we've only got like a minute and a half, two minutes left, maybe three. Mike Bloomberg uh, made a suicide pact this week. Did you hear about this? Oh, good heavens! Yeah, he said that he was. A good chance he might pick Hillary for his vice presidential candidate. <laughs> that's a suicide pact. Yeah. yeah, that's like, I'm tired of living, you know, because, you know, nothing Hillary wants more than to be president. And uh, she, she's got a track record for eliminating people that get in her way. Yes. Yeah, so, you know, I'm reminded of the guy that, was interviewed by David Letterman, who used to go out in the woods and take pictures of himself with grizzly bears. And ah. da- Dave Letterman said, we're going to read about you someday. And sure enough, a couple of years later, uh, he died. You know, So uh, I think Mike Bloomberg is playing with grizzly bears right now. That's what I think. So that's my personal opinion. What do you think about that? You think... What? I, I just don't I get it. I try not to think. It makes my head hurt. Yeah, well, I, I can give you other reasons for that so well i mean really i mean if you're going to play with vipers and everything like steve Irwin, 
you know, I hate to say it, but he was not. He did not choose wisely. Well, no, he didn't. But honestly, the the creature that killed him was out of all the creatures that he's played with was probably one of the most docile creatures that he ever messed with. You know, mm. I, people swim with stingrays all the time, and you never hear of one getting killed by one until he did. But <laughs> yeah, but you're right. His his. His Russian roulette wheel was coming up, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So, Rich Merrick says, Killery. Yeah, I've heard that one before. So, well, I think that's about going to do it for us, folks. I know it's been a crazy, weird show. I'll wait to see who sends me the email with uh, Jim's secret word answer. I'll bet it's sitting in the box already. But if it hasn't, hey, if you're listening to the podcast, that's okay. You can send me the email, too. I'll try to get you a rubber chicken or something nice if you've already got one. Um somewhat nice in my eyes may not be nice in your eyes but it'll be nice on my end we got any more than rubber bands no no just kidding so i'll go hunt some up later okay all right one of those giant foam exercise dice from five and below there you go hey Ah. that about does it folks we're glad you joined us come back next time right here on the biscuits and gravy show don't forget to eat your big macs they're good for you you heard it here first Mm -hmm. uh tip your server make a friend Hey, you never know uh, you never know what kind of friend that you make that can come back and be one of the biggest helps in your life. Uh, Jim, you got anything to say? Sure. <laughs> I just heard, who am I kidding? <laughs> right? I like, I like those <laughs> shoes. That take me anyway. All right, yeah. Uh, <laughs> turn your Amber Alerts on. The life you save may be someone that you know and care for. Miss Sarah. Oh, never forget your friends. Try and send them a letter tomorrow. Yeah, that's yeah. a good idea. It always cheers up their day. Except for tomorrow is a day off for the post office. President's President's Day. day. Yes. yes. So. Y'all have a good night. We'll see you right here next time on the, our fantastic website.com. Bye-bye, everyone. Oh.